Hey there, Impactful One. This is actually an older episode of the Impact Driven Entrepreneur podcast. And so to get an updated list of our offerings, what's going on in our world, and all of the things in an updated version, make sure you click on impactdrivenentrepreneur.com or like go to our site or click on the link in the show notes section for this podcast so that you can um, get all of the most up-to-date products, services, and updates from us. I appreciate you being a listener. Hey there and welcome, welcome. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about what to do if your program is not selling. And I'm really excited to talk about this topic. So what we're going to be talking about, this is one of the things that people come to me with all the time is like their program is not selling or they're really struggling to get the sales on a specific thing in their business. This is like one of the most common things that people come to me with is they have a program, they want to sell it, but they're not really sure what to do to get it to sell or why it's not selling. And so I want to walk you through a little bit of a troubleshooting through what I would do if your program wasn't selling. This is, I'm going to walk through five things. There are some other extraneous factors, like I'll go into it in a a second. So assuming that those things are cool, we can go to the second step. So if you don't know me already, my name is Mariana. I'm a business coach and I help impact-driven entrepreneurs to increase their profit and impact so that they can live the life that they want. And like I said, today we're going to be talking about how to get your program or product or service to sell. If you've done the research, this is something that somebody wants, that your messaging is like that you, if they say that they need, I don't know, a tooth repair or like they have toothache and you have the solution for the toothache and that messaging is clear, I know that's a stupid example, but those are like some of the the pre things. Is your messaging right? Are you selling a pro? Are you creating a solution? Are you solving the problem? And are you communicating that right? Assuming all that's done and you're out there, or if you have something that you want to sell in the future, right? Like today, one of the reasons I wanted to do this call, uh, this training is because I was on a call with somebody and they were like, I know that I want to sell this, but I'm not exactly sure what the program will look like. And I was like, we'll start to get your leads now. And when we walked through some of this, it was like, actually, she didn't even want to sell it. Okay. So what I want you to realize is that there's sometimes there's all these factors that go into why a program isn't selling. And we're going to go through five of them. Troubleshoot this for yourself. So number one, do you want to sell it? I think I gave that one away. But... Do you want to sell it? I can't tell you how many people are sitting or like walking around saying like my such and such program is just not selling. And when we get down to it and I ask them to do the action items to actually sell it, there's so much resistance there. And when we dig even deeper, right? So I'm a certified, certified coach. And so part of what I do is actually like helping you figure out what you actually want and and not telling you what to do. I Like I do consulting too, but I do coaching. So that is like you centered. Do you even want to sell this? Because if you don't want to sell it and it's not selling, you're meeting your own goals. And so sometimes we're like creating this story like, oh my God, I suck at selling because this thing isn't selling. When in reality, we dig a little deeper under the surface and realize you didn't even want to sell it in the first place. 
So really just take a second journal. I love journaling. Like I journal. That's like my thing. So sit there and journal and say, do I even really want to sell this? Because if you don't want to sell it, you're putting yourself through mental torture. You're making yourself feel guilty. You're just running yourself through a ringer for no reason. Okay. Do you want to sell it? And some of the things that I noticed, and, and I've done it, like total honesty, right? Like I had, and if you guys know my story, that I at one point sold out my coaching practice. And this was early on, two, yeah, like over two years ago. And I had sold out my coaching practice and I, I had no daycare, I had no support. And therefore what that meant, because I sold out my coaching practice, is that I was coaching people till 11 o'clock at night and it was feeling really heavy. So of course I wasn't going to book another client. Of course I wasn't going to book people on my waiting list because I was already over the brim with like too much responsibility, too much coaching client, like too much. Okay. And so if you're feeling like you're not sure what your max is, or if you're feeling unsure about it, that can be one of the signs that like, oh, hang on, I don't really want to sell it. Let me just start a wait list. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is your pricing. So as if you price your program in any way that is not in alignment, so that means if you're charging too low for what you think it's worth, or if you're charging too high, and yes, I said, if you're charging too low, there's one specific client that comes to mind when I think about this, but when you have a product, program, service, anything, and you know that it's worth a lot of money, and you're not charging it, it's not going to sell. And so it doesn't even matter if the price is lower. It goes back to that whole like uneven energy exchange and you feeling like you're giving all of this and not getting enough back. So you either are going to sell it and resent the clients you get, or you're going to not sell it because you're going to somehow self-sabotage. So if the pricing is aligned, it's so much better. You don't need anyone to justify your pricing. Whatever your pricing is, it's whatever it feels good to you, whatever your gut is telling you. And I, I don't have a better explanation for that except for you got to be aligned and really just finding that aligned pricing. So that's number two, is your pricing aligned? Once you get that, we can go on to number three. So number three is, do you believe in your ability to serve the person? This one, this happens a lot. So if you're newer or if your program or product or service is newer, sometimes this happens to experienced business owners when they like slightly shift or like when things are changing in their business and you feel like, oh my gosh, but am I going to be able to get this person results? I'm just not 100% sure. And I've seen it time and time again where people are afraid of selling because they don't believe in their program 100%. And this is the easiest fix ever, okay? What I want you to do, if this is you, I want you to go out there and serve some people. Just go out there and do the service. Go out there and get them the results. And it's such an easy fix. Hey, if you're uh, hopping on, say hi. Okay, so it's the easiest fix, right? If you know that the thing can help them, you will automatically overcome this one. And I see so many people doing circles around this one. Just go out there and serve some people. So I have a friend 
who recently was having this feeling of, oh my God, I don't know if this, because in coaching, a lot of times it's like theories and things that we create out of our own creation and experience and everything. And so she had melded two theories of, of, and things that she was doing. And she ran some people through a pilot program of it. And it did amazing. Like her people did amazing. And then like in consequence of that, she sold out her program. And so just go out there and serve your people. It will give you the confidence boost that you need to go out there and sell it confidently. And it will overcome any fear that you have about, oh my gosh, am I going to really be able to deliver the results? Okay. Number four is, are you promoting it? So are you promoting it? (laughs) Um, If you want to sell it, you got to promote it. I don't have other words. Go out there, promote it. It won't sell if nobody knows about it. So that's number four. You got to get out there and promote it. You got to go out there and talk about it. And I was talking to somebody about this earlier this week, and it was interesting because this has happened to me and it happened to one of my clients. Actually, we, we recently did a review and this happened to me like two years ago, I was selling a program called Content Queen. I don't know if you guys remember that. Some of you may have been in it. And I had done this whole like little baby launch. It wasn't a huge launch, but it was a little baby launch. I thought I was blasting it everywhere. I had emails going out every day. I had my whole campaign. I was talking about it on social media every single day. And I thought for sure this thing, everybody knew about it. Like the the number of times I felt like I was just pushing it down people's throat. And at the end of the promotion, I had a really good turnout. I think that program sold about 30 or 40. But afterwards I was like, I don't, I just wonder like, why didn't the rest of the people buy, right? At that time, I think my list was around 1,500 or so. And I was like, okay, why didn't the rest of these people buy? I want to know so I can improve the promotion next time I do it. And somebody, literally, somebody said, what is Content Queen? I said in the questionnaire something like one question, why didn't you purchase Content Queen? And their answer was, what is Content Queen? And I was like, really? I swear I was... I felt like I was shouting it from the rooftops and on the contrary, there were still people who didn't know what it was, still people who didn't know what I was selling. So if you were not promoting it, people are not going to know about it. And we cannot leave things up to social media algorithms. We cannot leave things up to that, hoping that they open your email on that time. So we got to just really hammer it in get over that fear, that anxiety and work through it and promote your product and your program. And the same thing happened to one of my clients when we did her end of coaching review, like halfway through coaching, she had a very similar experience. Like she was promoting something for two or three weeks and somebody was like, I didn't know you were running that. And they ended up buying. So again, we got to be out there. We got to be promoting it. We got to be proactively talking about the thing you're selling. And then number five is, are you following up? So it, on average, it takes five to seven follow-ups to close a sale. So <clears throat> it's awesome to use marketing. So I talk about the difference between marketing and sales. To me, they're two very different things. Marketing is the posting of it, the public visibility, like that part. And then the sales is like the back end stuff, right? Are you private messaging people? Are you following up? 
are you building the genuine relationships? And that for me is the selling part. And on average, it takes five to seven follow-ups. And so in a marketing campaign, it can be a lot more. And so when, if you have a funnel that is more automated, like let's say it's a webinar, it's a lot less hands-on than if you had a discovery call with somebody, it was one-on-one and that converts a lot higher. So number one, know your numbers, know the conversion rates of whatever the selling mechanism is. By the way, we talk about all of this inside the impact formula. And so know your numbers so that you have a realistic, okay, what am I supposed to be closing at? How many leads do I actually need? Know your numbers. But number two is, are you following up with the people that are slightly interested or with the people that have shown interest with the people you've gotten on the phone? It takes several times following up for that sale to happen. And and it's just a natural part of the buying cycle. I love buying certain things. Like I love going to Starbucks, but I'm not thinking about Starbucks every day. Um, And I'm not necessarily going out there every day. But if I see a commercial or if somebody talks about it or if whatever, I'm going to think about Starbucks. I'm probably going to go get a a latte. So whatever it is, you got to make sure you're following up and doing it from a really like a sincere place of service makes the world of difference. And it doesn't have to be this pushy. I might think, I might think like that's not going to work. Okay. So really getting to where you can sell confidently, you can sell with ease and with integrity and service. So that is the five things. I'm just going to recap them really fast. Number one, do, (laughs) do you want to sell it? Do you even really and truly want to sell the thing? Number two, is your pricing aligned? Are you charging too much or too little? Um, Number three, do you believe in your ability for it to help somebody? Huge. Number four, are you promoting it? Number five, are you following up? And of course, if you believe that the thing is amazing, you're going to promote it. You're going to follow up. You're going to do what it takes to get the person who is right for the program in it. So that is what I have for you guys today. So have an amazing day. I can't wait to connect with you soon. Get daily mindset strategy and support to grow your business for free. Join our community, the Coaching for Impact community on Facebook. Just go to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com slash community to join.